Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name is Carter. I will be your host today, and Nate will also be your host today. Yeah, I was like, what, 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 what? Am I just off the show? Jesus, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just trying to shake up the way I say things because I feel like, you know, I always introduce the show the same way. So I'm trying to like change the inflection and like the word order and stuff, you know, just to yeah. keep it exciting. I guess. See what I happens. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but there are some just like staples, like when you like for certain just things in general, right? I don't know. I feel like the way that you introduce it is just kind of the staple of the show. That's true. Oh, so we could just introduce the show and then sign off. Ah, that's it. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just wants to hear me say, welcome to the Quack Report. My name's Carter. As always, I'm joined by Nate. <clears throat> yeah. Here we that's go. It. Hi, then, what's up? Yeah, and or then just you know, play the, the music and yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah. you next time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got a pretty exciting show for everybody today. We got a couple games, one against the Jets, which... That's less exciting. But then we got the Hurricanes, which that was an exciting one. Um, quite a bit of news. Four, uh, four news points here, which is pretty wild for us. Upcoming uh, my, game, Gulls uh, update, three, and a what's quacking. So. All, all four of them are just roster moves, realistically. There's yeah, not, that's true. Yeah, It's not like news news, I guess. But but, but for the Ducks, it's something. <laughs> yeah, they've done... Considering a, how little comes out. They've done a lot with the roster with with doing nothing at all at the same time. Yeah. Without, like, <laughs> like does, does that kind of work? The explanation it is, of yeah, it, it does. Like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah. Before we get into all of that stuff though, um, I know that the semester wrapped up for you technically, well, classes wrapped up for you today. So uh, tomorrow, tomorrow they do tomorrow. What you yeah. got a, a bonus class? No, it's just, yeah. Tomorrow is like the wrap up for it. I thought it was, today wednesday but uh it yeah. i mean it's fine i only have one class tomorrow so oh, okay Not yeah too, i always thought i always thought like, that they were done on but, wednesdays but yeah. yeah i thought so but i don't know maybe i turn up tomorrow and he's just like oh yeah so we actually didn't have one so oh all right yeah i guess i'll grab chinese from the food court again or something but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can't be mad about that <laughs> <laughs> i had uh what was it was it last week i think um our uh yeah, it's like my prof had gotten uh had gotten sick, so he was just staying home and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh he was like, Yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday. And so I get to like class a little bit like I like I was still early, like five minutes early, but I'm normally there like 10 minutes before because now I might have some people going like, Okay, this is childish. Um, there's no such thing as assigned seats in university, but there is after week two, you just have your seat. Yeah, it's and like if, you you sit there and then you're sitting beside yeah. the same people every time. There's just exactly. a level of comfort associated yeah. with it. Yeah, and like especially if you're in a packed class, if one person swaps, like swaps their seat, the entire thing gets fucked up. So oh, yeah. don't be that person. Don't be that person, all right? Find your seat within like the first two weeks and then stay there, all right? Just yeah. stay there. So anyway, I started getting there like 10 minutes early, Basically, like as soon as the class that was before like got out, um, just because there was like one or two days that this one guy took my spot, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not having that again. So, <laughs> so you're being like a little bit petty about it, where it's like, this is bit. this is mine. I am going yeah. to be here now. Exactly, but it it for me just I am very much somebody who likes routine. I guess. Yeah. Um, for certain things, and so like that, just for like that one or two class, like. 
those like that kind of threw me off just a little bit like just mm-hmm. enough that i like i was like okay no not not working for me so um but yeah so anyway i got in there about five minutes early and um, did you get your seat oh i did because there was only one other person in the classroom oh <laughs> And he kind of like he sees that I'm confused, and he just goes, "Yeah, he sent out an email that uh, we're online today." I'm like, "Oh man!" I check my email. Sure enough, he sent it at like seven thirty the night before, and like I'll normally check my emails like in the morning, like kind of like as I'm waking up. Yeah, um, that was the one day that I didn't. I could have <laughs> saved myself a drive and everything because that was my only class that I was having uh, at the school that day too. So, oh god, I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me! So we hopped on uh, Zoom for like twenty minutes, I think, and then he was like, yeah. So I had these pre-recorded lectures. Um, they're here. Uh, go check these ones out. And I'm just like, okay, well, I am not doing that from the school, so I'm going home. <laughs> so. Uh, that's rough yeah so uh yeah two two important lessons here um again find your seat in the first two weeks and then stay there don't mess it up for everybody else and uh yeah be sure to check your emails (laughs) yeah that's important yeah (laughs) oh well glad that uh you know things are going well and you're coming to the end of your semester so slowly getting there i saw i got uh I got two, I guess technically three papers left. The one's pretty much done though. It's a group paper that we're like, I think we just have like kind of the conclusion to and like put it all together, edit it quick. Um, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. I got one prof who wants a course reflection paper. So I have to do oh, that right. for Friday. And then I have another one, but uh, with the uh, the amount of stuff we and I, uh, are doing this weekend. Um, I uh, I was able to get an extension on it, so oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's not as bad. And then I have one test next week. Nice. So I I hammered out two tests yesterday. So and they went well. Uh, the one did. I had the mark right away for it, and oh, yeah. the other one I will find Don't out yeah. tomorrow after nine o'clock. I think so. Oh, okay. But nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, just because you brought up uh, you you brought up Chinese food the other day, or not the other day, like the other minute, a few minutes ago. (laughs) Well, I mean, I probably brought it up the other day too, but oh, probably you're always talking about Chinese. I like like Chinese food. Yeah, sweet and sour pork. That's how I judge a Chinese place. Honestly, is there is like I guess for like the what do you call it? Not not like whitewash, but like the the North American version of Chinese food. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I judge it on: is sweet and sour pork. If the sweet and sour that's pork fair. isn't great, your restaurant's not great. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I uh, I got an email at work the other day that um, on the on Thursday the twenty second, uh, our like like we had our holiday Christmas party like last week I think it was already yeah. like the, the whole formal thing. But our, our like at work Christmas holiday event on the twenty second, they are ordering um, just like a shitload of Chinese food for everybody. Nice. So it's just like a at work Chinese buffet um, and and ugly Christmas sweater party. So, all right. So Eat. is is that is that like a bring a plus one event kind of thing? Because I might still be in town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did not specify, but what if I there's... just show up like as Santa Claus? Do you think anybody's going to kick out Santa? No, at a law no. at a law firm. No, 
Okay. No, like, yeah, I know, I know I don't have the height of Santa, but I think I got everything else. Like I can let the beard yeah. go for a couple more weeks here. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like bleach it and maybe get it a little dirty. So it looks kind of white and, and scraggly. Oh, or like you've gonna, been smoking gonna, in it because he, you know, Santa's got a pipe. I was just going to get the, uh, like the frosted window spray or whatever. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little crusty, but I mean, Hey, who's, who's going to judge? I mean, I mean, Santa is too, by the end of the night, like with how many cookies that he's going to have in his beard. Right. Like, oh, you gotta imagine yeah. he's, he's a little crusty there. So, yeah. And also true. like, that's it. Like, yes, he's going, I guess, high up in the air. So it's colder kind of thing, but that is like a hefty coat. And he is not a small man by any means. So, like, that thing is just, mm-hmm. like, he is probably sweltering in that thing while he's going. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, we have Allie jumping into the chat, which I feel like it's been a while since you've joined us for a live stream, but it's great to have you here uh, with just a single quack. Uh, and that is obviously for just the single tox regulation win this season. Yeah, still just one. Yeah. We're, we're hanging on, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We, you know what? We got one, so that's... <clears throat> You know, that's really all we need. And then, you know, it doesn't really matter if we win in regulation or overtime after that. I'm like, yeah, well, we're over the quarter mark of the season at this point. Like, I almost yeah. want to say that the Ducks will not get more than five regulation wins this year. That they might have more than not five. not a stretch. They might have more than five wins. Oh, they already have more than five wins. Uh, yeah, I guess. With, with overtime. Yeah. yeah, math is not my strong suit today, apparently. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Okay, you know what? No, let's go. Let's say like, um, I don't know. They they, they won't go se- over like seven wins. So, yeah. 20, 25 wins. I feel like that even twenty five is even pushing twenty five wins. But mm. it, but like okay, yeah. in like a twenty to twenty five span, I could see them having like like no more than five or six regulation wins. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, well, I guess twenty five wins is like sixty points. So, it, or not 60, sorry, 50, anywhere between 50 and 60 points, depending on overtime losses. Okay, let's go 20 wins then. <laughs> I don't know. I think 50 points is reasonable. Like, that's still like bottom five in the league. Okay, what was the, what was the, um, they're, they're currently on pace for was like it the, 60. So, was it the 1920 Red Wings that were just like absolutely horrid? What, what year was that? They were just like, um, I feel like it was that year because that was like the year that we started. Uh, yeah, and that would have been the COVID shortened year as well, so yeah. the points would be lower there. Um, if we just go Red Wings season record, um, yeah, what was like that worst season? I was gonna say, oh well, this season they or this last season they only got thirty one, but that's the one that's still. Hey, you look at the Red Wings, um, and I'm gonna look at the the uh, the Coyotes. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah, nineteen twenty. The Red Wings had 39 points, and in that season, they got 17 wins and five overtime losses. So 17, 49, and five. We could beat that. As in, like, we could be worse. We could be worse than that. Yeah, I mean, we only like we only need 10 more wins, but also we need 10 more wins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> with how we've struggled with. Them. Yeah, keep in mind that was in 71 games, so. Um, the Ducks have played 27, so 71 minus 27. So in 44 games, we need 10 wins, uh, which is slightly under a 0.25, uh, 0.227 points percentage. 
Okay, how okay, how about this? Um the 2014-15 Arizona Coyotes had 56 points. Last year's Arizona Coyotes had 57 points. Um their records okay. were tw- so the 14-15 was 24-50 and 8. And then last Ooh. year was 25-50 and 7. So he just had one more regulation win, one more or one less overtime loss. Yeah. And what did you say that the Red Wings were again? Uh, in 1920, that was 1749 and five. For how many points? 39. Hmm. Okay. Maybe we won't be as bad as that Red Wings team. No, we're literally like... We will definitely be worse than those two Coyotes teams, I would say. Sorry, can you give me their record again? I was busy doing math. (laughs) Uh, Let's just go with the 14-15 one. Uh, 24-50-8 for 56 points. For 56. And that was in the full 82, obviously. Full 82 games, yeah. So that points percentage is a... um, Oh, wait. Sorry, I fucked that up. Um... That is 56. So that's a point three four one five. we'll say, points percentage. The Ducks currently... Um, <laughs> uh, oh, no, I did that wrong, too. Um, God damn it. We have 17 points currently in 27 games. So... Okay. So, yes, so the Coyotes' points percentage that season was a uh, .3415. Our current points percentage is a .3148 for a difference of approximately... um, .02% less. .026. Nice. So, we're, we're about on about on par with that like it wouldn't get much closer than that um i do see a question here from ali what's the record for least regulation wins in a season i'm not sure about regulation wins but the record for least amount of wins in a season uh is the washington capitals in i think this was their first uh ever season um 1974-75 they only had eight wins oof so yeah, the the early Capitals teams were definitely not great. A- expansion before Vegas was brutal for teams. So, oh yeah, like like Vegas and Seattle, our, mind our, you, took very different approaches in how they wanted mm-hmm. to start their franchises. But both had a like Seattle, even with how they went about it, had a leg up on what everybody else had: Columbus, Nashville. Uh, the second Atlanta team that also moved to Canada. Um, yeah. uh, who who else was part of like the late 90s, 2000 expansion? Who did I say? Nashville, Columbus, Atlanta. I feel like those are the three teams from 2000. Um, uh, maybe. Or one of them's in 99. Anyway, but yeah, they like Seattle even had a lot better of a chance like off the ground um, than any of those teams did. So with what was available to them. Yeah. 
Um, so the fewest wins in a season. Yeah, how far back are we going? Because <laughs> we could technically go back to the 1920 Quebec Bulldogs. Let's go. Okay, sorry. Uh, you, sorry, actually, you... there's one here that's fewest wins in a minimum 70 game schedule. So that eliminates all the early ones where they only played like 20 or so games, 20 or 30 games. What are you looking at exactly? The records.nhl.com. Can you can you set like a date range? Because mm. I was gonna say like, what's the worst? Yeah, it doesn't what, really look like it. Um, okay, what's the what's the worst since? Uh, I guess the earliest one being uh, let's go two thousand five, two thousand six. Okay, it's like the modern era, like post lockout. Okay. Uh, the worst in the modern era. I feel like it's got to be Detroit. Yeah, because I've got a yeah, it is in that nineteen twenty season with seventeen. Seventeen wins. Okay, there's the yep. benchmark that we're gonna go with. Yeah, seventeen wins, and it doesn't matter if it's regulation, overtime, shootout. A win is a win, right? Yeah. Um, right, like that's what we're going off of. Yeah, although okay. actually, I can if we're just doing from oh five oh six to present day then i can do um i guess we shouldn't include this season then i can do i can sort by regulation oh oh no i don't want to sum results there we go that's what i want okay oh you can um, do regulation ones fuck yeah there we go yeah on, on just like their the regular stats one but like the all-time records you can't i don't know it's weird they got like two different websites so um okay i'm gonna write these down though so we're going for 17 wins overall yeah, and in terms of regulation wins since 0506. Do I not have a pen? <clears throat> there we go. I still have Rona pens. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worked there in a hot minute. No, it's been a while. Um, okay. So, wins overall was 17 by the 1920 Red Wings. Yeah. Okay, and regulation wins? So for regulation wins, it is a six-way tie. Um, <laughs> although, actually, now that I'm looking at the numbers here, uh, one, two, five of these six were in shortened seasons, either 12-13 or 2020 20, 20 to 21. Um, okay, so yeah, let's scratch those ones off then. Yeah, okay. Then we're just left with a single team that is tied with the regulation all this right. record here, what is which it? is uh, the 2013-14 Buffalo Sabres uh, where they got 11 regulation wins. Um, and their record overall was actually not horrible, not horrible. Still bad, but not like what you would quite expect. Uh, 21, 51, and 10. So, which means I guess they were 10 and 10 in overtime, which is kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> All right, so 11 regulation wins. Yeah. In a full season is the record to beat. We are well on our way with only one at game, what, 25, 26 now, I think. Yeah. Which it, we are you well know, on our way to beating that. It, Holy shit. They've got a point three one seven points percentage, and we are at a point three one five. So, yeah, this is a very similar comparable here. They just happen to go to overtime a lot more and be a lot worse in overtime. Um, yeah. I mean, we're going to overtime a lot, but we are a lot better in overtime. So we'll probably get close in terms of actual wins. 
But unless yeah. we figure our shit out, the regulation wins is going to be. I'm going for the regulation low. wins. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm watching at this point. So yeah, um, yeah the, the wins overall is like we could like actually surpass that like 18 plus kind of thing but yeah uh regulation wins however that's not looking great right now yeah the uh 2020 to 21 anaheim ducks uh in the 56 game season also had 11 regulation wins 17 30 and 9 record for 43 points but yeah 56 games for that one so yeah all right um, We'll we, got some, we got some benchmarks here, everybody. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Um, Ducks in the 2021 season, 56 games played, 17, 30, and 9, 11 regulations. Just to see if at 56 games, we're just the same <laughs> as yeah. what we were a couple <laughs> of years ago. So, okay. Interesting. Now that we have... Um, as uh, Ali put it here, given some depressing stats, <laughs> we are going to get into the Actually, I was game say, against the Jets. Before we do that, she's got two other things there that I wouldn't, if I if I could okay. afford it, I would go for this. Yeah. If they beat that, you guys have to fly to SoCal and take surfing lessons in Huntington Beach. I would love that. I've I always would, wanted to surf. I would love surf. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah, learning to surf would be like, it's like my dream. Once I'm like, not like old and retired, because by then I probably won't even be able to stand or like, you know, just like the lightest wave would like snap my knees backwards. But at some point, I want to learn how to surf. Um, yeah. And then she said, I don't know how far away you guys are from the coast, but in my head, I don't believe that Canada has beaches. No, definitely not like SoCal, but. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not like SoCal beaches, but Canada definitely has beaches. If you go to Vancouver. Yeah. So, or, uh. Or, or the all the way to the east, back to yeah. Halifax. So you know that, or Nova Scotia, like New Brunswick, Newfoundland, those areas, I guess. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's, yeah. I've seen pictures and they look pretty sick. But actually, yeah. I think over there that's mostly like rocky. Like you don't really have beaches; you just have like big rocks. Yeah, like you do have some, but yeah, I think yeah. I think the majority of it is pretty rocky. It's, depending, it's not, not so. a nice beach. Yeah, but but. She also asks, how old is retirement age? You should definitely be able to stand up and surf at 65 years old. Not the way I live. <laughs> fast and dangerous. No. no. Oh, I, was gonna say, I thought you were going to say not the way we get paid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But <laughs> I, I just feel like it would be more enjoyable like in my 20s or 30s to learn how to surf than like at, in, in my 60s. So. Yeah, that's true. So my, uh, my uncle moved to Australia. What's that? Over... Oh yeah, it's been a few years now, I guess. Jesus. Um, but yeah, he's uh he's taking the time to learn to surf there. So nice. And he's what, yeah. like four like late thirties, uh, early forties? No, he's late forties, early fifties now, I think. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, because well, well my well, he's younger than my mom. Mom was born in seventy. I don't know how much younger he is, though. I think he's only like a couple of years younger. So Okay. So yeah, like mid fifties. Yeah. yeah. Early to mid fifties, yeah. So Okay. Um yeah. Anyways, speaking of beaches, let's talk about Winnipeg. <laughs> what the fuck does Winnipeg have to do with a beach? I mean, well, they don't. Actually, no, you know what? Winnipeg is in Manitoba, and Manitoba has lots of lakes, and there's lots of. Or, so, lake means beach. But Winnipeg, no, they don't have beaches, I don't think. 
But that's but you know what? You, you win some, you lose some. You can't have a perfect segue every time. Otherwise, it's not fun. <laughs> I'm still just, just caught up on it. Okay, all right. Let, let's let, let's get into this. So kind of okay, like last, kind of like last game. Like we don't want to talk about this game too much. Yeah, Honestly, can, I don't have a whole lot to say. Can, can you tell we've been putting it off? It's been 25 minutes, and we haven't <laughs> talked about it. But also, Ali says lakes don't have beaches. Is I beg to differ. I've been to lots of lakes that have beaches. Uh, Penticton, uh, British Columbia, and like the whole Okanagan area, Okanagan yeah. Lake especially. Yeah, beautiful beach central beaches yeah. there. Yeah, wonderful beaches. So and tons of lakes. Yeah. So, very much beg to differ. But, but yes, definitely not as great of a beach as I'm sure California has. So yeah, just in general, that. like the Huntington Beach thing, I would like. I think I was just saying to my girlfriend the other day that like, like I'd love to come back to like the Anaheim, Los Angeles area. Like I haven't been there for oh god now like ten years, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it, it has been quite a while, but um, like just to be able to like explore the area a little bit more and that kind of thing. Um. And uh, Huntington Beach is where uh, one of my favorite bands are from, Avenged Sevenfold. So I'd love to go just nice. check out the area. Yeah, Maybe run into them, just playing a show on the beach. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. Okay. If I just like stumbled <laughs> across like one of the guys from Avenged Sevenfold, like I'd probably, I'd probably faint. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Okay, no more procrastinating. We're talking about Winnipeg. As little okay, what as bands are from possible. Winnipeg just so I don't have to talk about the fucking Jets? Um... <laughs> Probably none, honestly. But um, no, I, I'm I, okay. You start talking about the game, and I'm just going to interrupt with a band at some point here that most okay. people would hopefully know. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. So, the guess is there who? a meter? The, the guess, guess who? who are from? Yeah, the guess oh, who are shit. from Winnipeg. Oh, wild. Okay. The more you know. Okay, <laughs> deserve to win a meter. Seventy-four point nine percent in favor of. Yep, you guessed it. I, this has to be wrong. There's no way it's supposed to be Anaheim. I. There's no way. No, yeah, that is incorrect. That is supposed to be... Winnipeg. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Anaheim. Then I looked at the expected goals, and I was like, recalling the game, I was like, no, there's no way. Neil Young uh, is from Winnipeg. I, th- You know what? I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. Allie uh, says, Nickelback seems like they'd be from Winnipeg, which I think... No, they are from Hannah, Alberta, which is just a few hours north of us, actually. Yeah, but I don't know if that's like an insult or not to Nickelback. Or yeah, do people from either. Winnipeg? Or both, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ah. Yeah, I, I, I do not know. I doubt we have a lot of listeners from Winnipeg because they're very fat, passionate about their jazz. They're very fat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, like, fashionate, and I have no idea why. But Yeah. Um, um, our, our buddy Shane is from Hannah, actually, where Nickelback's from. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? Like... It was a good game when the Ducks were up 2-0. So we were like, wow, we shouldn't be in this game. But we it was a good this first, is sick. It was a good first period. Sure. Maybe. If you want to say that. We'll, we'll keep taking those first period victories. <laughs> <laughs> um, first period alone, though, doesn't win you the game. <laughs> no, yeah. You can easily lose it in the next 40 minutes. So, Which the Ducks did in spectacular fashion. Essentially, <laughs> just going, just losing 5 nothing after that. Like, why even score two goals if you're just going to not even bother showing up for the next yeah. 40 and exactly. let in four or five frick. So <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, penalty kill was over 50% for this game. So that's kind of cool, but yeah, one for, know. uh, or three for four on the night. 
So that's a oh, yeah. or for the afternoon, I guess. Yeah, afternoon, morning. I I don't fucking know what is time. Constructs yeah. of our imaginations. Uh, Jakob Silverberg and uh, Brett Leeson with goals. Not who you were normally expecting, I guess, as of late, especially. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. Oh, one thing uh, I just wanted to check here is the Winnipeg power play. And if we keep scrolling, we can see that... Uh, oh, yeah, they're like league average. 22.5%. Okay. So, yeah, three for four is not bad against them then. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I I honestly kind of forgot we were talking about this game. And <laughs> so, and, and I'm kind of glad that I forgot that it happened for the most part. So, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to highlight two lines here, two okay. five on five lines. Okay. Just because we're going to come back to them here when we're talking about the Carolina game. Sure. All right. Yeah. So we all know the THZ line, or THZ if you're Canadian. Uh, Zegris, Henrique, Terry. You got to say THZ though because it sounds more like THC. Yeah, and that's what makes it funny. Yeah, um, especially in California. Uh, Eight sixteen time on ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next most time on ice uh, by just shy of about twenty three seconds. If I can do that math right in my head. Um, McTavish, Jones, and Leeson. And what was the... 7.53. Okay. And 8.16 was the THC line. Yeah. And then okay. just for just for in general, mm-hmm. I guess, because, man, they really did not play a whole lot of 5-on-5 five five time. The next line is Regenda, Carrick, and Silverberg at 3.42. Was there a lot of penalties that game, just in general? There's seven overall, four for the Ducks, three for the Jets. Okay, so 14 minutes in penalties, so still 46 minutes. That's not a lot, really. Yeah, it seems kind of... Did we do 11 and 7 that game? Because I know we did against the Hurricanes. Yeah, we did, I think. We did? How many? One, two... But as I'm looking, there's like a lot of combinations that did like a minute. I I did like a minute, I guess. So like... Yeah, quite a few. Like the lowest one is Regenda Carrick Terry at eleven seconds, right? Which you don't mm-hmm. really count that, right? But yeah, um, yeah, just like that drop for like your top five lines or four lines, I guess. Which uh, McTavish, Terry, Henrique played two twenty one together. Okay, so yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're doing eleven and seven, you do get those weird um, yeah. time things and it, it seems lower but like when you look at the individual time on ice then it's like oh okay, that makes, makes sense yeah yeah um but so yeah, looking, like looking at mason Mc, little looking at mason mctavish so. uh 17 18 alone yeah so like you look and it's With, like oh well, he only yeah. played 10 minutes five on five and then add a couple power play minutes in there like that's not a lot but um but yeah being on other lines it definitely uh helps out there so jesus christ how many sorry i'm Taking a, I'm just kind of noticing things that I didn't before. How many fucking faceoffs did Zegers take in this game? <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of been the faceoff guy, though. So he went four for five of the faceoff dot this game. He went eighty oh, percent really? against uh, the Jets. Yeah. Okay. 
But then uh, I'm looking. Oh no, Hen- Henrique centered a lot of this game. Actually, uh, yeah, that that would make sense. Because yeah, Henrique went eight for twelve, which is still pretty good. And then, yeah, okay, Henrique and McTavish for this game. All right, uh, McTavish going five for thirteen. That's not bad, by the looks of it. Yeah, and then Carrick taking nineteen drop. Sure, the Sam Carrick for nineteen draws. Yeah, why not? Right, uh, going ten for nineteen there. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about the Winnipeg game. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm as as soon as Winnipeg got that first goal uh, in the second period, there, like they were down still, but it was Winnipeg's game at that point. Oh yeah, they like there was and... there was nothing that Anaheim could do or overly like tried i guess yeah so, i i kind of just chalk this up to it being like an early game because this game was what like 1 p.m yeah and time? The, like and noon second, pacific right and the second half of a back-to-back where there's travel as well yeah so i don't know i think we come out and we surprise winnipeg just because we're ready to go and they're not yeah. because it's an afternoon game um and then you, you know they get slapped around in the first intermission figure out, okay, maybe we should actually play because we've got a game and we're about to have a, an embarrassing loss to the worst team in the league. Um, and then, yeah, the combination of them figuring out they have to play a hockey game and us being on the second half of a back-to-back. Um, yeah, I think it it makes sense. Yeah, Rick Bonus went into the uh, locker room at the first intermission. Um, yeah, to the Jets locker room and just said, guys, I did not like come out of retirement, my two-month retirement, and left, you know, the heat of Texas to freeze my ass off in Winnipeg and lose to the fucking Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> and and he took that serious. He took that personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the yeah. Carolina game. That <laughs> we're happened, just, uh, we're just cracking jokes the about the game at this point. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, this this was. Far and away, a much better game. Uh, 61.6% in favor of Carolina, which they, they definitely had more shots and more pressure. And, and even then, it wasn't like a whole lot of more pressure. But the Ducks um, Ducks hung around. They capitalized on the chances they did get. And um, yeah, overall, just a very solid, complete 60 minutes by the Ducks and um, probably the best 60 minutes I've seen this period this year so far um it, it was it's not the best hockey I've seen mm-hmm. like by all teams but by the ducks uh, given the expectations on the team and who is out of the lineup and all that and who's still behind the bench this is kind of what I expected going into the season and this is what was delivered I guess in this yeah one. I would off the top of my head, and maybe I'm getting games mixed up, the game against Tampa is still like the best Ducks hockey, I guess, I've seen. That was a good season. one, too. That's true. Yeah. Um, not to say that this wasn't a good game, though. I do want to go back, though, and like just through like the overtime and the one regulation win that we have so far this year. Yeah. I want to go through those and take a look at the expected goals and the deserve to win meter. Mm-hmm. And see how many are actually in Anaheim's favor with a win. Yeah. Because off the top of my head, there's maybe one. This team has gotten like lucky with their wins, even. Yeah. 
And this well, this is a this is a case of that I think for this game. Like again, they didn't play horribly. They played a hell of a lot better than they did against Dallas, Ottawa, and Winnipeg. Right, mm-hmm. those three games in the last week here, week and a half, whatever. Um, yeah, this game was a lot closer, but yeah, deserved to win a meter. Saying at about sixty one point six percent in Carolina's favor. Carolina expected goals out shooting them two point seven seven to two point one eight. So like that's a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just like how the game went on, like. So, okay, I guess do you want me to go through that stuff first or you want me to talk about the positives first? Do I mean, uh, no, yeah, go keep just keep going. Just go with the lucky stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So now okay, this aspect isn't lucky, but it'll it'll tie into the luck here in a second. John Gibson did his job. He had a good game. He oh yeah, great, for he had, sure. Yeah, he had a good yeah, game. The, the numbers don't show it, even the expected goals. But yeah, yeah. He had a yeah, he had a nine nineteen save percentage and a negative point. Two three goal save above expected. So, yeah, pretty pretty damn yeah. close. Yeah. Zero. Yes, yeah. he, he he did his job. He did yeah. his and job. So, you know, what? I got That's fine. That's, I, I got a good. bone to pick even with the uh, the person who does these uh, expected goals numbers because, like, by the eye test standards, this was the John Gibson we've seen over the last few years. That is the reason that the Ducks even are like getting wins. Yeah. in any season, like where he's like just putting on like a phenomenal performance and being basically left out to dry, but he is making these stellar saves look easy. Like he's turning what should be a high danger Carolina chance into what is just like a low danger save because he just is there and makes it look super easy and like just eliminates all threat. Right. Yeah. That's what I saw anyways. But, um, and and I mean, I guess the numbers kind of support that, but I, I thought this was like the best, one of the best games we've seen from him all season. Yeah, so, so here you go. Low danger shot attempts uh, for Carolina was 44. Medium was 8. High was 2. And that's shot attempts, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in terms of actual goals, though, um, 0 high danger, 1 medium, and uh, 2 low danger. So that's where you're kind of getting the... It's It is kind of like the location and what type it is kind of thing. So like, yeah, he, let's say for like 95% of it, like he did fantastic and he played great, but there were just like that. There's that 5% there that had some goals against that, you know, normally should have, I guess, but like, weren't like the blatantly yeah. obvious, like, Oh, what, like what the hell Gibson type goals kind of thing. But still the ones mm. that reflect that he should have probably had that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when you're facing what? Yeah. 47, Shots is that what it or sorry 37 it's it wasn't actually as high as I thought it was 37 shots and however many shot attempts that was in in total and like you're making those big saves then I I think you should be allowed to let in some quote weaker goals so yeah exactly I mean it and that's just my opinion but yeah it it does kind of hurt your team but like I, I get I do get what you mean though yeah yeah um so, okay, so those are John Gibson's numbers. Now, here's where the luck plays into it because Carolina's forwards and defense were doing a lot better than Anaheim's was. Oh, yeah. A lot better. It's, that's not even surprising. That's, yeah. <laughs> the luck was that the forwards were doing great, the defense was doing great, but the goaltending was not there uh, that night for Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh Kuchekov, uh had yeah had a 
Kachekov. Yep. Am I saying that right? Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, as I have here. The Ducks can thank him for the OT win alone. An 876 save percentage and a negative 1.82 goal save above expected. Yeah. So yeah, it's, take like take two goals off of that, right? This is a this is a three one win for Carolina. So mm-hmm. which all hypotheticals, obviously, right? But yeah, Kachekov does not have a great game. So no. the Ducks can the Ducks can thank him for this win, honestly. <laughs> yeah, and and this isn't to take anything away from um from any of the Ducks shooters either. And and I haven't seen a lot of Kachetkov. Um it, like very, very minimal games over the last year is really all he's been around for. Um but yeah, this was definitely not his strongest game. And I, I would say the majority, like probably yeah, probably three out of the four goals, like you said, this should have been a three one Carolina win. I think three of the four goals, they were all like unscreened, just like top of the circle hash marks kind of shots that yeah, you know, he probably should have had. Like, yeah, they were kind of from close range, but it's not like every like say Strom in overtime or Henrique on the first one just like had all the time and space in the world to pick their corner. Like it was all on the fly, like kind of scrambly, especially for Henrique's and just kind of throwing it towards the net. And yeah, Kachetkov has in the past and should have in this one stopped those, but they were just A, well-placed shots and B, something going on with Kachetkov that he didn't save those. Yeah. So. Well, here let's let's pick on that Ryan Strom one in particular, actually, yeah, yeah, because sure. great shot by Strom. Don't get me wrong. That's exactly and, uh, where you want to shoot. Far and, post, like yeah. th- like an inch over the pad and like a couple inches below the glove. That is the sweet spot right there. That's yeah, par- if best shot I've ever seen Ryan Strom take. Yeah, if you're only going to take one shot in a game, which is what Ryan Strom did, he only had yeah. one shot in the entire game. Uh, yeah, that's a good one to take. It better um, be that one. But yeah. just but just but. <laughs> Just to like show the luck side, even for Anaheim, uh, Strom's one goal, uh, his expected goals on the night was point one one seven. So yeah. on the one <laughs> shot that he had, right, like yeah, very was, low shots, lo- very low very, chance of going in. Yeah, yeah, very low chance. Um, for taking a look at, uh, yeah, the highest expected goals was Henrique at point five, which is okay. Good. All right, I guess. Uh, highest uh, expected goal percentage was Zegris at just under 69%. We'll say 69%. Yeah. That's nice. And there were, um, uh, what was, you know, let's, let's see how many more. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, you know what? I'm just going to screen share this, actually. Okay. Um, Are you looking at the shot map? No, I'm look, not. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm leaving it. Sorry, I'm keeping my eye on that uh, that listing right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the eBay one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's just over my budget. Damn it! Oh well. Um, sorry. Yeah, here. Let's uh, <laughs> let's screen share this. Sorry, everybody. I was keeping my eyes on the. Uh, is a capitals reverse retro jersey i don't have the caps yet and i liked the black screaming eagle from this year um just fair it's a nice one where are we okay so this is the okay no sorry i was not looking at five on five let's still take a look at it anyway though now this okay. is all situations the uh 
expected goal percentage here for both sides, Carolina and Yeah, so there's oh, there, there's Zegers there as sixty nine percent. Yep. Yeah, Calvin DeHaan at seventy one. Uh Stefan Nosen at seventy five. Paul Stastny at uh, rounded up seventy eight. Uh Andrei Sveshnikov at eighty one. Jack Drury at ninety one. Uh Jalen Chatfield at ninety six. Like there were a lot of guys above Zegers alone. And then between Zegers you have uh I thought it was Nekas. They were saying Nikas, I think. It's Nietzsche. It's like a ch sounds like Nichas. Nichas. Um and yeah. Kokaniemi between uh Henrique. Yeah, like Jacob Slavin is the lowest for Carolina for that game at 40%. Yeah. And which we got makes what, sense because he's like a... five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys below Slavin alone. Yeah, which is it was a rough Wild. game offensively overall. That's why I say that the Ducks are very lucky that Kachekov was not having a great game that night. So yeah. it is pu- it is purely Oof. thanks to that. <laughs> you you know it's bad when Kevin fucking Shattenkirk has the yeah. third highest expected goals percentage on the Ducks. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. rough. Um, yeah, his actual expected goals for was 1.04. So he's expected to get a goal. Uh, he's also expected to be on for a goal, which not surprising. Uh, Playing play 50 50 hockey since 2003 or whatever the fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, let's take a here, look. What are, where is Shattenkirk specifically here, actually? Oh, here he is, right here. Uh, Shattenkirk's expected goals was 0. 0.02. Like that's like that's like the differential on it. Oh God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> With one shot on goal, he picked up an assist on the night, but and yeah, three block shots. Yeah, the the, the fact that Shattenkirk's even like only having two defensive zone starts, like his pre- like the most of them are in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I don't trust him in the defensive zone either. Yeah, no, yeah, no fucking way. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I mean, those are kind of the negative slash luck things, which uh, we don't mean to harp on a uh, a win too much, but um, you know, that's that's just how things are going uh, in Anaheim here. But yeah, there was quite a few positives in this game. Number one, just being that we a got a point out of Carol the Carolina Hurricanes. B got, got two, two points, points out of, out of yeah. the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. Um. And, and C, C, we kept just had a game. Alive. Just like, yeah, just had, yeah, that too. So D, I guess there is no streak. Yeah, well, the, kept the low bar kept the low. Hopes alive for Connor Bedard. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, you know, just the fact that we were even competitive against the Hurricanes is impressive. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to go back. There's only one more point I have in this game. And it's because I said we were going to come back to it there, where I was bringing yeah. up uh, like the Jones McTavish Leeson line and the THC line. Yeah. Uh, this game against Carolina, Jones McTavish Leeson played the most at five on five, mm-hmm. at ten thirty three. Now let's compare that to the THC line, who was second for that game at eight nineteen. Yeah, it's surprising. Um, and like, I mean McTavish, that makes sense. To yeah. give him a lot more ice time. I mean, he is very, very deserving of it. And it's nice that he's finally getting it. Um, as individuals, I guess, Jones and Leeson 
Not that I have anything against them, but that's not the guys that I'm expecting to be like, yo, these are my guys tonight. Like, sure, I guess if yeah. you're trying to throw the game, maybe, but yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, they had a they had a decent game. Like, was it the best? No. Um but see what they're yeah, like their uh their course I for, which is essentially shot attempts for and against. So that includes your blocks, your missed shots, um, your your at shots that actually counted shots, all that kind of stuff. Like, it, it that wasn't great at thirty nine point one three percent, but it was second best on the team um, for all forward lines. Um, yeah, like they, so like, and I mean they're fairly defensively responsible. Uh, they had a goal. Brett Leeson's there on the rush. I believe that was the was that the third goal. Yeah, the third goal. The which game. what a pass by McTavish. Oh, just absolutely beautiful. And you know what? That was Brett Leeson's second goal in as many games, or a second goal in three games. I don't. I think second um, goal in three games. So yeah, that brings him up to against, three goals. Oh no, he season. did. No, he did score against the Jets as well. Um, he got the second. Was it the second one? Yeah, at the beginning. Five minutes into the second period, the unassisted one. Hmm. Um, previously, oh yeah, that was the Stars Ducks game. Oh no, uh, Ducks Wild. That's right. Did he score in that one? No, he did not. Uh, so yeah, two goals in two games. But I mean, I think we're starting to maybe see a little bit of chemistry with Mason McTavish. Um, and I mean, Mason McTavish is eventually going to surpass him and just like leave him in the dust. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's not even going to be close. But at least in the short term, I think. Brett Leeson, he he just knows where to go, and he's like a bigger body as, as well, like McTavish. So I think um, both of those guys can just create space for themselves and each other. And um, and then, yeah, Brett Leeson just goes to the net and is going to profit off of Mason McTavish making sweet passes like that. Yeah. Like, Leeson barely did anything. He literally just had his stick out and was like, <laughs> here's your target, let's see if you can hit it. And then he did, and it went in. So, like, probably the easiest goal Brett Leeson is going to score in his life but you know we are seeing a little bit of that chemistry and with jones too there was a play um in this game and i accidentally collapsed the forward lines and it wasn't with mctavish it was with henrique i believe did he play with henrique no not according to this i don't know mctavish henrique in this game no no max jones oh jones henry okay i'll take a um look it doesn't look like they did jones only played with mctavish at least i don't know doesn't matter it's yeah somebody got the puck actually it might have been mctavish at the red line and then gave it to like a streaking um player and all i could see was the number nine on the side and i was like and uh, with how fast they're skating i was like oh this is troy terry and he just like blew past the defenders and basically made a breakaway for himself and almost scored on it and i was like holy fuck troy terry and then um, uh, Brian on the broadcast was like, what a chance by Max Jones. And I was like, you old fuck. Like, this is Troy Terry. Nope, I was wrong. It was Max Jones, number 49, not 19. And I was like, Jesus, Max Jones can fucking skate. Yeah, I saw that play too. And I was, because uh, I did, I think it was last week, my girlfriend and I, I, I said I was going to wait on the Mighty Ducks series to like, be out for this season fully so i could because like that's sure that i would be yeah we watched the first seven episodes in one night <laughs> kind of thing. nice and then finished the last three uh the following night but um 
But but Jones is in that as a as a yeah. So yeah yeah. So like we were watching that part, and I was like, okay, like Terry Zegers like makes sense, but like Max Jones, okay, I guess more of like a you know like a fan favorite in a way. Yeah. Um. But then yeah, I see that play, and I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. That why he might be there. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like. For like skill guy yeah. reasons, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like going out to have fun. I mean, the guy can ride his stick for a celebration pretty well. Yeah. I honestly, I, this isn't to like. I want him to pull that one out. <laughs> this isn't like a slight. Yeah, that'd be sick. Hey, this isn't a slight against Max Jones, really, because I I do like him a lot, and he's obviously a, a really good solid NHL player. But like, I feel like um, Max Jones is. Was that for your jersey listing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, was, yeah, it, feel, it went. It went above what I was, like, oh, okay. what my cap was. So I, I yeah. turned it off. <laughs> Makes sense. But I, I feel like Max Jones is one of those guys that, like, you know, just in practice or like just went out for a casual skate or whatever. He's like, he's got the speed and he's got like the sick hands and he's a big guy, so he he'll like throw his weight around and be physical and like he just does like everything super well. But you throw him in a game against NHL players and like all that shit just like falls apart. You know, <laughs> like he's got all the tools, but like. Some like he just can't put them together. Whether it's like the hockey IQ just isn't there, so you just never really see it, or like I I really don't know what the case is. I'm just kind of spitballing here, but he he's got all the tools, and it's just like it. Max Jones is essentially like the difference between him and Connor McDavid is just like Connor McDavid can like actually score goals with all of these tools, and Max Jones just can't. But otherwise, they're the same. Like, I would love to see them in, like, a skills comp... In, well, in the skills competition. Like, fastest skater, like, the... the Whatever the shootout one is called. Like, um, just all that shit. Like, and I feel like they would just go, like, head-to-head. Like, part... Like, both exactly the same. And then you throw them in a game, and McDavid just makes Jones look like a pylon, you know? I'm gonna leave it for somebody else to <laughs> clip that out of context. Just specifically... The Max Jones is Connor McDavid without the scoring. Somebody please clip that just out of context. <laughs> Post that and roast him, please. Just I, I would just love to see the wildfire that would come out of that. I think it'd be oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. But um, but anyways, I this wasn't even out of context I is out of context yeah. is the key here. <laughs> it, it wasn't even something I planned to talk about, but I, it just I, I just remembered it. Um, that Max Jones made me like shit my pants the other night, uh, but. <laughs> Long story short, McTav- McTavish, Leeson, and Jones. <laughs> yeah. McTavid. Yeah. You know, that, uh, that Mason, McTavish. That's, that's a comparable that's actually like somewhat closer. It's not. It's not closer, yeah. Still, but it's a lot closer than Jones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the McTavish, Leeson, Jones line, I think, is really starting to develop some chemistry. So I'm not surprised that they're playing a lot at five on five. And that is one of those lines I think you want to leave together. Because with the exception of McTavish, I don't see why you would put Leeson and Jones with any of these other guys. And evidently they didn't because um, when they were rolling 11 and 7, it seems like they just took McTavish out and put him with Henrik and Silverberg um, during the 11 and 7 rotation. And that was only for like a minute. And then McTavish also on the power play. But yeah, that's um, it's a decent line, I, I would say. And I'm liking a lot of the things I see from it. So. Um, we got some more comments that are rolling in here. Allie says, honestly, I could care less if they win in overtime at this point. <laughs> it's better than the regulation wins, though, because it's funny for the memes. Uh, she also yeah. says, I want to be Max Jones's best friend. I feel like that would be great. I feel like he's he would be a solid best friend. He'd be just a 
good guy to just like chill with and play Call of Duty yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, if I ever, um, if I, I feel ever, like, like, I feel like Call Jones... of Duty, I was gonna say, I feel like Call of Duty would be the thing that he's just like, all right, everybody squat it. Like he's the leader in Call of Duty. He's just like, yeah, just he's just like gross at everybody. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I could see that, but. I'm sorry, Nate, but if I ever met Max Jones and we like got along and like became friends and exchanged yeah, phone fine. numbers, he he would be my best man at my wedding, not not you. It's, that's fine. I'll, I'll go make. Question. That's fine. I'll go make friends with Phil Kessel. <laughs> Again, not mad about that either. So, uh, and then we also got the runner key chiming in saying, first of all, hi guys. Second, dope hat, Nate. Oh, thank you very much. And third, I've been loving McTavish lately. Thinking he's the future captain. He yeah, is and definitely. Just thinking, hey, that. that's a future fourth line guy. <laughs> Yeah, right? Hey, uh, hey, David Backes, career bottom six guy, captain of St. Louis Blues, the Boston Bruins, and assistant for the Ducks. So, you know what? Some guys, they just got good leadership, but, you know, they just don't have, don't got the skills. They're not like Max Jones, right, where they're, you know, carrying the team on their back. They're more like the Mason McCaffrey's who, yeah, you just put them on the fourth line and let them grind it out for a few minutes a night. And, but, but they're your captain because they're a good locker room guy, you know? <laughs> you were giving sarcasm. Out great heavy stuff for out of context. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> heavy dose of sarcasm. Just in case that was unclear to people. But uh if there wasn't a guy if if just a really quick hypothetical, because I think we have kind of talked about this before, but just like as the season goes on, I guess. Mm-hmm. If there wasn't a guy named Troy Terry around, McTavish in a couple of years for captain, I could see that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we have another comment here from Bossyk08 saying, Hello, I want and to offer you promotion of your get channel. Get out of here. <laughs> but. Come on. We're not going to dogehype.com. Gotta be kidding. Gotta be joking my ass. Gotta be joking my ass. Oh, oh yeah. Can't, so, uh, we can't block on Twitch, Dagan. Uh, that's unfortunate. Whatever. Um, we. Uh, Oh, yes. The other thing I wanted to say was um, about Ryan Strom. I'm really upset that these reverse retro jerseys take so fucking long to get here because I want to wear my Strom jersey, man. It's so good. Like, and, and he's doing phenomenal it's things. And I'm like, the overtime stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, how so, many? I, I think I meant to search up this stat, actually. How many overtime goals does Strom have this season? Sorry, what are you looking up? I was reading through comments here that I was uh, Ryan Strom uh, overtime goals this season. He scored like at least three, I think, of the what six times we've gone to overtime now. I guess he scored how many? Sorry, I feel like he he scored at least three of them of the overtime winners. Uh, potentially because he scored the yeah. one. Um, oh, why can't I remember? But it was him and Zegris just passing it back and forth across the crease. Um, this game, there's another one that I'm forgetting, like who it was or what the play was. But I know there, like I, I feel like there's at least been three. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's not some something that I've like logged in my brain. But I, I just know that I like him and that he does score yeah. over time. Yeah, all, all I know is just if the Ducks go to overtime, just watch Ryan Strom. Watch Ryan Strom. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Before we take a quick break, we yeah, will get to some these... questions here. Yeah, First are, one. Questions, comments. Uh, from Allie. Food question. 
Do you know what fajitas are? That's what I had for dinners. <laughs> for dinner. And I, I purposely pronounced that wrong. She does have the pronunciation here because I know that <laughs> we usually pronounce them wrong. Fajitas. Yes. <laughs> that was just to trigger Allie and be like, oh my God. Uh, but yes, yes, I, I do know what a fajita is. Well, kind of. Isn't it kind of like a taco, but like there's a lot of peppers? I'm, I'm having, you know what? I'm having quesadillas after this. Oh, yeah? Quesadillas? <laughs> yeah, quesadillas. You know what? You know, wait, I, like wait, I know that, what a fajita wait, is, but wait, I wait, actually. My, my buddy A.A. Ron. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was right. Yeah. A fajita is just like a taco, but with a lot of peppers. Sour cream, bell peppers, and skinless chicken breasts, and flour yeah. tortillas, and salsa. I, we had a lot of frozen ones, I guess, um, when we were living together back, back for, in the day. Oh, yes. yeah, first year, first few years of university. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> we had a lot of frozen ones. <laughs> we, we had a lot of frozen things just in general. So exactly. Yeah, um, we got Andrew Tryman in here. This is hey, in regards to uh, Bossy Go Eight saying no likes till now, and then one like. Ali says, "Oops." Two likes. Two likes now. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, be sure to click like and subscribe to us. The uh, the Ron Oki says <laughs> that pronunciation got me too. And uh, Andrew saying Casa Diaz. Casa Diaz. Okay, case him. For Casadilla. Casadilla. Basically correct, Carter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tacos with peppers. Yeah. Taku. You you can tell we're not southern. I don't know in what, any way. what else. What else can I just purposely fuck up the pronunciation on? What are what are the things that Deadpool likes to eat? Uh oh, what? Um, okay, <laughs> enchiladas. I thought it was chimichangas. Chimichangas, yes. As soon as I said it, I'm like, no, that's not right. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was trying to get you to like though. say it, but pronounce it wrong. So. See, Veronica knows this too. He knows what's up. Chimichanga. Okay, Ch chimichanga. I don't even know if you can really say that. Yeah, like, no, now that I think about it. That's just the word that's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, rev I revoke my Deadpool fandom card, apparently. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> now Ryan Reynolds will never like you. It's okay. I'll still love him. And that's what matters. So, um, yeah, let's take a quick break. With our friends over at DraftKings, on the other side, we'll get into the Ducks news that we have teased uh, for a while, or from the beginning of the episode, and we will yep. drag that out uh, as long as physically possible as well. And we I'm gonna, as, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apologize to Ryan Reynolds as well. So okay, there we go. Got yep. put that into the outline. So, yep. uh, but sorry, Ryan, if you're listening, you got to wait uh, another fifty seconds here. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. 
Okay, but Ryan, seriously, do you, just please buy the Senators at least, okay? You don't have to forgive me that I fucked up that it was chimichangas, not enchiladas that Deadpool loves. Like, it, that's Mexican. It's, it's it's Mexican food, okay? Like we're both Canadians here, all right? Why, like why wasn't it poutine? I know you weren't controlling like Deadpool's great, but it, it it should be poutine, okay? Just buy the Senators, and I'll be fine. I still love you no matter what. All right, okay, perfect. All right, let me do. It. Bye. All right. I apologize to Ryan. <laughs> That's good. It sounds like he forgave you. So, <laughs> Ali says, better fajitas pronunciation is fajitas. Fajitas. Yes. She says that's what we would call them as kids. You know what? That, actually, that's kind of what I would call them as well. Because, you know, yeah. it sounds like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways, moving on from that, um, Pavel Regenda was sent back to San Diego. And while normally we would be very upset with this because of exciting news that we will get to later in the episode in approximately, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, I'm actually kind of excited. I think you, I know what you're talking about. I think I know what, what you're talking, talking about, but I'm making sure, I guess, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, you know. You know, okay. You know. You know. I'm gonna still laugh if it's something completely different than what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I would I don't even know where else you'd be going with that. But um you know what? Because uh because he doesn't deserve to be sent down, there's still a little bit of pissiness. But yeah. Uh one goal, three points in fourteen games this season, not fantastic, but um you know, also not bad either. Time on ice, 10.33, average time on ice. Uh, 13 out of 15 of all forwards, or 13th out of 15 forwards that have played this season so far. Yeah. I just found it was really interesting because, like, I haven't really had, like, much to complain about in Regenda's game, right? Like, he is a guy that's still adapting to North American ice. Yeah. Right? So, but, like... And and just the NHL in general. Yeah, but, like, besides... That like I, I wasn't really there wasn't anything to complain about him specifically besides the fact that I thought he should have had a little bit more ice time right he got bumped off that second line pretty damn quickly and mm-hmm. never really given a whole lot of a like much more of a chance to do anything which was really confusing to me because um, hockey stack cards like as of today as of this recording yeah. uh, hockey stack cards with uh, Dom Decision's game score model. Um, cut cut off at a minimum ten games played. Uh, Pavel Rogenda was the fifth best player for, in terms of game score on the Ducks, and you're sending that guy down. Uh, for reference, McTavish is in fourth place. Uh, Zegers third, Henrik second, Troy Terry one. That one makes sense, but especially looking yeah. at the four and five spots, you're going, "Hey, Dallas, can we just please give the guys who are actually doing a good job some more ice time, please?" Um, yeah. To be fair, McTavish is starting to get that now. It's starting like his average yeah. is starting to slowly increase. Yeah, but his, yeah, a- his average is now. Yeah, his average is now at fourteen oh five, which is seventh among all forwards played for the Ducks this season. So seventh out of fifteen. Like, mm-hmm. it could still use a dramatic bump to be fair. I guess let's say, yeah. For um, sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the the initial reaction was a lot of Ducks fans going like, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. The only way that this makes sense is 
because yes, Dallas Eakins uh, controls who is playing that night, how much they play, or if you're setting up at the press box. Mm-hmm. And Pat Verbeek handles, okay, who's going to be up here? Who's going to be down? So I'm hoping this is Pat Verbeek going, okay, you're not getting the time that you should to be able to develop or mm-hmm. progress in the North American game. So we're going to send you to San Diego and you're going to rack up top line minutes. That's my hope yeah. here. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Yeah. So, but like that also, and if that's the case as well, and again, pure speculation here, but if that's the case, then yeah, it's a little bit of butting head like ideology, I guess, between Eakins and Verbeek, which uh going to be great for the rest of this season. Because if like if that is the case, you could look at that, and then you could go through the rest of the lineup throughout this season. I feel like. Oh yeah. So it's. I don't know. It's it's a guy that shouldn't be getting sent down. But is because that's where he's going to get the most ice time. But it is just yeah. kind of it, it's just, it's frustrating when that happens. I guess like like if he gets the ice time, that's good. That's fantastic. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. But it's frustrating that he's the guy getting sent down when there are other older guys who just still aren't really doing it, but they're getting sent out there every night, no matter what. So that's yeah. that's frustrating to me. But because like, like I know, like I said, I know we're not in this season to win, right? We're at the point where it's not that we're hoping for wins, but it's not a bad thing if we lose. Right. It's more that I just don't want to be losing in embarrassing ways. And especially over the last two weeks, Ottawa, Dallas, Winnipeg uh, are the ones that come to mind. Right. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing losses. Those are the ones that I have issues with, especially if you can make those games closer. Right. If you can actually be competitive and not just be a piece of meat that got hucked from uh, a few rows back over the glass. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I see Kevin's joining us uh, from his lunch break at okay, work again. Speaking of meat, <laughs> <laughs> speaking uh, of meat, what's the best <laughs> lunch break food? Which obviously, cool. as Ali says, got to be fajitas. <laughs> Andrew seconds that there. Uh, also saying Kevin hit a like, which much appreciated, Andrew, for uh, getting people on that. Uh, I was gonna. Here? Oh, I I had what I was gonna say. Um. That's well, the lunch break food. Oh, oh yeah. I guess we didn't even answer the question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Best lunch break food. I had something for a second, and now I lost it. Pizza pops are good. Yeah, pizza. Oh yeah, pizza pops. Yeah, I don't know if it's the best, but it's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I I like pizza pops more at like like the ten thirty eleven o'clock where you're kind of like winding down. And you're like in the middle of a movie or something like that before bed. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're my lunchtime thing. Yeah, or for dinner if I'm feeling real lazy. But <laughs> that's fair. Um, uh, I had it and I lost it. I don't remember what it was. PB and J. Oh, um, little ham sandwich. Lunchables. Lunchables. That's what it was. Oh yeah, it's never enough though. Like it's it was fine when no, I was. No, you got to sub- You like, got to supplement it. But as like yeah, a, or you got to have like three. But then th- that's another issue. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's. All right. I guess I kind of was thinking like not lunch break. I was just thinking like. Like, like break food. Break, yeah. Yeah, um, that's fair. yeah. Okay, lunch break. Let's just go with like a, like a nice, like a massive sandwich or something like that. Yeah, like just a, like a big old thick. 
like a Italian yeah. sandwich or like a or or leftover pasta from the night before. Yeah, that always yeah, hits. There you go. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. So, uh, Ali also says San Diego Seals' first home game is Friday. They play Pachanga or play at Pachanga, which is the same place as the Gulls. Yeah, and uh, go Roughnecks. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking taking Dane Doby and Curtis Dixon away from us. Get out of here. Uh, Ali says, I was excited because now I can see him Regina, in San Diego, and maybe there's some hope for the Gulls. Maybe. Runner keeps saying, Kevin pooping in. <laughs> <laughs> Ali says, pizza what? Pizza pops. Pizza, it's like a Hot Pocket, but... Is that is it, not guess, a thing in the states? No, I think that I think it's more of a hot pocket than a uh, pizza pops. Because isn't Pillsbury Canadian? Allie, have you heard of Pillsbury? Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, with those little. It's like it's like a cuz uh, uh, calzone. Yeah, yeah. Calzone uh, are calzones like? Do they do they have sealed around the, the edge? You know. Oh, okay, pizza pops are only available in Canada. Huh. I didn't know that. Interesting. Do we have to show what a pizza pop is on the show? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, she says, okay, so a hot pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like uh yeah, it's all like pizza fillings. Yeah. Andrew also it. says pizza what? How oh. about bagel bites? Which are actually discontinued oh. in Canada now. Are they? Oh damn. Yeah. It's like a recent thing. Yeah. I, I didn't get them while, but... like often, but like I, I always enjoyed them. Okay. Yeah. Kevin says not a thing. Allie says, yeah. Okay, so Pillsbury is a thing, but not a... Yeah. Yeah, the little doughboy that giggled. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Pillsbury goes hard. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking you meant pizza rolls. Yeah, no. It's a, no. It's a pop. Probably pizza gets roll. its name because when you microwave it, it explodes all over the place. <laughs> Which I'm <laughs> assuming I was gonna, I was gonna say, too, too. I was going to say, a pizza, pizza uh, rolls, though, like the pizza bites, I guess is what we know them as. Yeah. Um, those are really good, though, too. Oh, yeah. The issue with that, though, is you're just like, oh, yeah, I was filled like fill up a plate kind of thing or something like that. And it's just, it's, you, you you shouldn't, but you do. Yeah, it's great. Okay, what, regret it. <laughs> what? One more question here before we get back to the news. Uh, the Ronarchy says, in honor of Star Wars night at Honda Center last night, who are the Ducks? Hero with supernatural powers, fearless rebel leader, lovable scoundrel, the scoundrel's hairy comic relief sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, hero with supernatural powers. I'm going Trevor Zegers. Fearless Rebel leader, I'm going with uh, Troy Terry. Lovable Scoundrel. Um, no, I feel Lovable Scoundrel is Zegris. May, uh, maybe Drysdale. No, the, the Scoundrel, uh, I was going to go with... Because uh, like, we're, we're going like... Uh, um, like the hero with supernatural powers. That's like your Luke Skywalker. Fearless Rebel leader yeah, is yeah, like yeah. Princess Leia, right? So the Lovable Scoundrel is... Um, I'm I'm going with uh with Uncle Rico on that one, Adam Henrique. Okay. So just like like those kind of vibes. Uh, the scoundrel's hairy comic relief sidekick, though. I'm gonna go John Gibson on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think it makes sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Sense. Yeah, I think I'm going hero with supernatural powers. I'm going Troy. T- no, nah, no, nah, you gotta go Trevor Zegers. I think. Yeah. Fearless Rebel Leader. Did you say Terry for that one, too? Yeah, I did. Okay. Lovable Scoundrel. Um, I think you could maybe go... 
Yeah, like a Max Jones with that. Or is he too... Nah, he's kind of young. He's got to be someone older, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I went for Henrique there. Yeah, that. I think you kind of have to go with... You could go for Silverberg, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I guess the, the lovable aspect, though, Henrique is still a bit more, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really hard to make the argument for anyone else on that. And uh, for Scoundrel's hairy comic relief sidekick, I'm going Kevin Shattenkirk. Oh my god! <laughs> Just for the mostly for the comic relief part. I'm gonna I'm gonna add to it. I don't know what the descriptors would be. Um, I guess the the Ronarchy asked the question, so I guess he can make up the descriptors for it. But for if we're looking around for like the uh, what is it? We we still need our our Obi Wan, our our Ben Kenobi. We need our um, we also need our R two and our C three PO. Um, well, I, I think our um, if, if we're doing like our Master Yoda as well, that's got to be Ryan Getzlaff. I'm thinking just like the original, the original cast kind of crew. Okay, well, oh, like, you can make Ryan Getzlaff like the, 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 the uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I guess. Yeah, I guess if we're <laughs> retirees, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> C three PO. I'm going Dallas Eakins on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, why are you going that way? No, we should be going this way. And RT's just like, get the fuck over here. You know, I, I know that we already picked Trevor Zegris as the um the um what was it, the fearless leader with uh the or the no the the superhuman abilities. Yeah, the hero with supernatural powers, but yeah. I feel like Zegris is the only one on the team that has R2's chaotic energy. I think he has the chaotic well. energy, but in terms of the actual smarts, I was going to go with Mason McTavish. Yeah. Can we make Mason McTavish the hero? I'm going to make Mason McTavish the hero of supernatural powers so that Zegris can be the uh, just, just the chaotic energy R2. Okay, the chaotic energy works. I'm just thinking, though, like if you were to actually have these guys like in the roles kind of thing like who's more to go like dallas get the fuck over to the canyon instead of out in the middle of the desert uh would it be trevor zegris or mctavish and i feel like it would be mctavish oh, see, that's where i would say it feels like like a zegris thing drysdale for qui-gon Jin for getting oh no Okay. Uh, well, if, if, okay, we're going all the way it. back to episode one. <laughs> okay, now we really got to go. Okay, maybe we have to come back to this. We do. Yeah. What's quacking? Let's let's come back to this for what's quacking. Actually, I'll push yeah. off whatever I have. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> we're coming back to that. That's great. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna. Alec, are we doing just like the original? Okay. Let's, let's decide. I guess before we before we. Well, we'll on. have to see how much time we have too. Because yeah, sounds we're getting, good. Uh, sounds good. We're getting long, yeah. but. Um, oh my God, oh, Jesus! Christ. That's that's good. Honestly, we can't get much oh better God. than that. Kevin <laughs> Kevin wins for that one. Um, Ali, with uh, my seems I, I don't know if the all caps is like shock that I would say lovable scandal is Max Jones, but she no, says that was maybe before he's you chewy. said it. That was before that was it. Okay, it. yeah. <laughs> um, and Dreyzel have to be a duo of some kind. Oh, obviously, yeah. Um, and uh, Dallas Jeez. is Palpatine. Oof. <laughs> No, 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 Pal- no. Palpatine is uh, uh, Gary Bettman. There you go. 
Yeah. And then Kevin says, did you all see the ducks at Disneyland? Super cool. I did not. Did you see that? I've seen a couple pictures and I did put uh, a thing on the quack report of just like, uh, man, Max Jones is really, uh, really enjoys his corn dogs because it's him like behind. Oh, uh, that's what that's from. Yeah. Yeah. It's him behind McTavish. I think it was. And Jones is just like open mouth, like ready to just mow down on that corn dog. <laughs> No. Not quite as good as like Pierre Maguire with the corn dog from a few years ago at uh, one of the outdoor games, but it's close. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I had one other thing that I added to Pavel uh, Regenda here, just to hop back to that really quickly. But um, <laughs> apparently, Ali uncovered the something about the rookie hazing with uh, the Anaheim Ducks and like one of their traditions. And apparently, the rookies have to carry Catan, which for those of you that don't know what that is, it's a board game um, that apparently the Ducks play, but um, it's just like it's just like this massive, like, bulky ass box that is just it's hard to manage, so when you're on a road trip it's obviously a pain in the ass to carry um, <laughs> but she found a picture, or took a picture of Regenda carrying this box and it's it's all beat up, but he's carrying it because it doesn't fit in his bag, obviously um, and apparently it's a thing that the rookies have to do so last year it was Zegris and Drysdale had to make sure that Catan was there for the other guys to play <laughs> and this year it rotates between Regenda and uh and McTavish every road trip which is just hilarious so now it's just on McTavish it is now yeah <laughs> but um but there, she posts a thread about it and um it, it just outlines just how awful Zegers and Drysdale were at it. Like, they kept leaving it at home, and, like, one time they, they'd forgotten it, had to go out and buy another copy of the game. And copy. then they left that at the restaurant and then had to go back for that. And so it's just an inconvenient disaster. And it's, yeah, Ronnie... Uh, oh, I'm assuming this is the Ronnie since he said he was hopping over to YouTube here, uh, said, I heard that Zegers and Drysdale were terrible about it. Yeah. So I, I look forward to more stories about... Uh, about the keeper of Catan who now oh, is Mason man. McTavish in rookie like just yeah. rookie the things that rookies have to do and like rookie parties and that kind yeah. of stuff that's like not to the point of uh like charges that we've seen coming out of like the Canadian Hockey League and whatnot lately oh yeah um like not pushing it that far but uh and if you don't know what I'm talking about I'm honestly some of it's like pretty damn gross that like i don't feel comfortable even talking about it because i'm like how could somebody do that mm-hmm. um anyway though to not to that extent though uh some of the stuff that like i experienced both like as a rookie and doing it as well oh, my. It's, it's a couple things i can't maybe share on air but uh there, there's some good ones as well i remember okay so there's the one year for us we had uh it was like rookies always picked up uh like balls at the end of uh, at the end of practice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for lacrosse, and uh, this one rookie that we had though, uh, Tegan, um, he was just like he was for the team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like he basically he did so much of the rookie stuff that like all of us vets just set him as, like put like pushed him aside like halfway through the season. We're just like you have done well more than your share. It's time for your other rookie buddies to pick up the slack here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was like, yeah, like picking like picking up balls or like bringing the like movies on the bus or that kind of thing. Um, 
Now, apparently this game does go a little bit wider than what we thought it did um, playing odds. So if, if you yeah. if you haven't heard of this game before, though, it's basically you uh, ask somebody like what the odds are of uh, them doing something, I guess. Uh, we always had the rule of it could be like the max was 25. So it's a one in 25 chance that you would be able to like that you would do something. Um it's like if I were to like, you don't actually have to, but like, hey Carter, what are the odds that you just like drop out of the show and it's just like a, it's only for me at this point? Like, what are the odds? One in twenty. Yeah. So then we would somebody would count down from three, and at the same time you would say a number then between one and twenty. If you said different numbers, the person wouldn't have to do it. If you said mm-hmm. the same number though at the same time. Then the person would have to do it. Yeah. So, anyway. so for something you really didn't want to do, you would say one in twenty-five. And if it's something you were like, yeah. ah, I could do it, you would say like one in five or whatever. But yeah. So, but if but if you said one in two and you got different numbers, then the person who asked it had to do it. Yeah. So it was like a guarantee of yeah doing it. So that's why you couldn't come up with something like totally wild, like oh, go streaking down the street, and then the other yeah. person was like one in two, and then you're like, oh fuck, I might have to do this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So we. So anyway, we somebody had played odds with him. Of, uh, Are we not going to do odds that I drop out of the show? No, we're not. <laughs> Can we just I, I, I need you. I can't do it on my own. <laughs> I just want to know if we say the same number. We're on a we're on a delay from each other anyway. Ah, it's so fine. It'll be close enough. Not synced up. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Three. Fine. We'll write down. Okay, so wait, no, we'll write up? down our number. Fine. Oh my god. Okay. What is it? One in twenty. One in twenty. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. I got my number here. Okay. Oh, just give me a sec. Okay. Oh. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> we're, we're different. <laughs> what, not, we went 11 and 19. Zegers yeah. and Terry. There you go. Yeah. Um, we, did, we just picked the wrong player. <laughs> uh, so anyway, somebody had played uh, odds with this rookie that um, he, for him to put A535 down his pants. And the rookie lost on it, yeah. and right away, like we were just like, "No, okay, we're kidding. Like, don't, don't do that." And he just goes, "No, I'll do it." Like I said, he was a team guy, so he's just like, "No, I'll do it. I'll do it. It's fine." And this was all before uh, dry land, before practice as well. So we still have to go for runs and everything oh, like that. And uh, yeah, needless to say, <laughs> he, he wasn't complaining about it, but he was letting us know that uh, it burned in places that he's never felt burning necessarily like that before. So we were like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but like just some of the, uh, yeah, that's like a small amount of like the story that you could have with stuff of like rookies. Uh, Ali, I'm yeah. seeing ask, uh, what is it? Like put what down? Uh, A535. So it's basically a uh, like a pain reliever, but it gets really hot. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's, like, it's like, a, like, a, like a hot cream. and cold muscle relaxing yeah. cream thing. Yeah. So it does um, wonders for me. It, if, uh, if if I smell minty, you'd know that I, I did something to myself because I just have A535 lathered on. Lather, lathered on. Mm-hmm. There we go. Ellie has a story here as well. We did one time, uh, what are the odds my friend would drink out of her shoe on a hike and says one in a hundred and we actually <laughs> said the same number. Oh boy, that's that's nasty. That Ellie and Andrew did chime in and they said 13 and 12. So 13, 12, different there you numbers, go. So. Um, is that a party that I'd 
dude drank a liter of Smirnoff ice out of his cowboy boot. I think he probably got about like a a quarter of it actually in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Moving on. To How some did we more get news. on? Oh yeah, right. Katana. Yeah, that's what all, we call yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, this is what I love. I, I love when the chat goes up. It's yeah, so it's great. Good. It's good. <laughs> um. Max Comtois uh, back in the lineup against the Carolina Hurricanes after missing 10 games due to injury. Scored a goal against the Hurricanes, which was pretty sweet. So yeah. uh, good to see him back and glad that he can contribute, kind of picking up where he left off after a decent start to the season. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looked really good there. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Lundestrom last episode where he would be out, what was it, six weeks with a fractured finger? Yeah, right? and he's just now like officially on injured reserve with yeah, that. So. so. There we go with that. Um, and then uh, probably the bigger news, or, well, second, tied, tied for biggest news out of what we got here, Ducks claiming center Jason Magna, not to be confused with Sharks defenseman Jacob Magna, who, yes, they are brothers, and yes, their names are both spelt J-A-Y, and then letter O-N, just a S or a C, so that's fun. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen Jason spelt that way, actually. Yeah. And it threw me or off Jacob. when I read it. Yeah, or Jacob. Here, yeah, I'll... or Jacob. Yeah, both are just like have added Y's. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> Weird. Like, I get that it's supposed to be cool and hip, maybe, but also they're like, they're a lot older than I thought. Like, I looked up and Jason, I think, I think is 32, 32. and yeah, Jacob was like, tw- or yeah, Jason, sorry, is 32. Jacob was like 29, I think. So it's not even yeah. like the new trend of like, oh, let's like, give our kids normal names, but like spell them wildly. Like they're 30 years old at this point. Like they're like that. That wasn't as much of a thing back then. I feel so. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So oh, uh, sorry. I just see that Andrew's heading out. It says, uh, see you. Oh, yeah. so, uh, thanks for stopping in. Um, and yeah, Ali says they must have millennial parents, but yeah, never mind. <laughs> oh, no, they no, are no, millennials. millennials. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. Maybe they changed their name. My parents know. were hippies. <laughs> potentially. Potentially. Um, yeah. So, uh, Apparently, Megna is somebody that, uh, you know, the Ducks just really needed because, you know, there wasn't power agenda. They don't have Nicholas Brouillard down in San Diego. They don't, like... Yeah, well, Brouillard... They just they really yeah. needed somebody like Megna. You know? They just really wanted that guy. Like, I mean... Give me a break. Here, you, you uh, do your thing, <laughs> and, I've got a, and then I've got my theory here. Okay, so, yeah, uh, Megna... Um, yeah, strong get uh, has played 58 games in the NHL. Uh, or sorry, um, he played 58 games for Vancouver uh, in the NHL for the Canucks in 16-17, where he had a career high eight points that season. In total, he has played 162 games in the NHL. Mind you, that's 162 more than I've played. Uh, Almost with, two full seasons. Yeah, with uh, 10 goals and 25 points over nine seasons. But just had to get that guy and send a guy like Pavel Regenda down or not bring up a Nicholas Brouillard or anything like that, right? Just we, we had to get Meg. Br- yeah, had to get Meg. To be fair. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, his AHL numbers, though, are a lot better. Yeah. I, Sorry. I, that, no, I totally flew over my head. Oh, okay. Uh, Ali saying, do you think oh my people God. ever made fun of him? And, are we allowed to say this? Yeah. Okay, and called him Smegma because that's what his name. I guess 
Probably. Kids are cruel. If you yeah. if, if you think of it, then somebody else has probably thought of it as well. And yeah. Like, I, I like Ronnie, Ronnie's thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I never thought of it, but... Oh, um, yeah, he's done a lot more time in the AHL playing 415 games there, putting up 121 goals and 251 points, uh, as well as 42 games in the Calder Cup playoffs, scoring 21 points there. Uh, he was the captain of the Colorado Eagles uh, prior to being claimed by Anaheim. So veteran leadership at, at the AHL level, to be fair, but yeah. got leadership qualities. So there's that. But um, it's, I don't know. It's it's just confusing to me. Do we really need another thirty plus guy to throw for, for the fourth line? You see, probably not. But here is where, uh, and this is going to be the, the perfect transition um, into upcoming games, which is Friday against San Jose at seven p.m. Pacific time. And this is where Pat Verbeek really excels. The game. Inside of the game, Jacob Magna obviously being a shark, uh, San Jose shark, and he's been playing consistently so far this season and has been doing all right for a bottom pairing defenseman. Um, I have him in one of my deep fantasy leagues and serviceable to say the least. Um, and then as well, nice and defensively responsible. As we just mentioned, Jason Magna, who the Dexters claimed at center, is his older brother. So, in order to ensure a victory against the Sharks, we picked up Jason Magnoff waivers. We're going to put him in as a, like our fourth line centerman or whatever. And you know what? He's just going to go around and bully his younger brother and just create <laughs> space for guys like Mason McTavish or Max Jones, Brett Leeson, whoever he gets paired with, right? You know, just you know, rough him up in the corner, give him a little noogie here and there, and then when the ref turns towards him, he's just, oh, no, we're brothers. Brotherly love, you know? It's, we're just doing it. We, we haven't played against each other before, probably. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't. They might have met before in the NHL. I don't know. But, um, but it, it's the whole game within the game sort of thing. So, you know what? We claim him. We put him in for one NHL game, and then we just toss him back to the AHL. Maybe he gets claimed again. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah. That's, that's my big brain conspiracy theory right there. Sure. No? Let's let's go with that. Okay. So, with that in mind, uh, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I think with uh, the power of the older Magna, we you know might uh, might do all. Well, I thought you one. meant like what's. I thought you meant like what's going to happen with Magna. I'm like he's going to get put on the top line. He's a fucking steal, yeah. apparently. Jeez. Uh, sorry, I'm being very cynical. You're I, being I very I'm, rude. I'm sure that Magna is a nice guy. Oh, you're crackling. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. What is going on in the house of the Commons? <laughs> All right. Uh, I got it here now, I guess, for a quick moment. So let's pull up uh, Daily Face Off here and we'll take a look at the San Jose Sharks line combinations just to refresh ourselves because we haven't seen them in a few weeks after uh, beating them in back to back shutouts. Uh, Trevor Zegers pulling off the exact same move that he loves to pull. So, yeah, let's take a look at uh, what we got right now. So, top line. Uh, of the San Jose Sharks, Thomas Hurdle with Kevin LeBlanc and Timo Meyer, who might be on the market. I think I was seeing something about that. Uh, Logan Couture, Alexander Barabanov, and Nick Benino on the second. Nico Sturm, uh, Evgeny Sveshnikov, and Luke Kunin on the third line. And then uh, CJ Seuss, uh, Johan Kajovic. I'm totally butchering that name. And you know what? It's just me right now, so I'm totally fine with that. And uh, Oscar Lindblom rounding out the fourth line there. Defensive pairings are uh, 
Jacob Magna and Eric Carlson. There you go. Not so much of a depth defenseman there. Hey, Carter. Uh, with uh, Mark Edward Vlasic and Matt Benning on the second line and Scott Harrington and Radim Simek. Uh, Simek, I don't know, on the uh, third line there. I'm going to butcher a couple names here just because we can. And Carter is completely gone here for a second. Nope, oh, there you go. I'm good. We're, yeah. we're back. We're back. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's Shimmick. Radic Shimmick. Shimmick. Or okay. Radam Shimmick or whatever. And what was the other one you fucked up? Um, uh, what did I say? Shimmick and uh, Gajovic. 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 All right. Yeah. Cool. No, uh, goaltenders, Capo Kakinen and Aaron Dell. Doesn't matter either way because if we go to a shootout, we can uh, throw their jocks into the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> Ali says, uh, Carter, no one got the same number for what are the odds and he still dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So anyways, where I was going with that, because you know, the sharks aren't fantastic this year, just like the ducks, Yeah. but am I crackling again? Yeah, you are. Is it only a screen share thing? I don't know. I'll be no, weird. You, you were earlier, but not like near as bad. Yeah, I, I just restarted the program I used, so... Uh, oh, yeah, you were crackling hard, my dude. Yeah. You're crackling more than my Brace Krispies in the morning. <laughs> I'm not... Jeez. Ooh, sorry. That is very bad. Yeah. I uh, have a lot of tabs open, so maybe my internet's just wild. Yeah, there do with that. I closed a couple, and it seems better. Slight um, bit. Yeah, uh, I'd have to... Might have to hop over to a different thing for the rest of the episode. We shall see. But okay. You uh, maybe just do it now. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. You, you know what? You carry. You're doing it. You were doing okay. a great job. Thank you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's take a quick look here. So just to remind ourselves again, the season series so far is two nothing in favor of the Ducks. Uh, the first game is on November first. Uh, the Ducks winning six five in a shootout, and then four days later, the Ducks winning five four in a shootout there as well um yeah i don't i don't really there's not there's not a whole lot i guess i want to say too much about the sharks even at this point because the ducks are in are doing a hell of a lot worse i guess overall uh the san jose sharks right now are currently sitting seventh in the wild card race in the western conference there a 8 16 and 4 record with 20 points in 28 games there Nine Ducks uh, currently uh, 7, 17, and 3 with 17 points. So three-point difference there between the two. But, uh, man, the goal differential is uh, just wild. Uh, the Sharks at a negative 21. All right, not, not great, not great. But wait for this. The Anaheim Ducks at a negative 45 currently. Oof. Absolutely rough. Came, came in just to hear that and... It's yeah. Rough, yeah. You sound a lot better there. Yeah. Is, is my volume okay? I can't really hear myself. Uh, anymore. Yeah, it is pretty good. You can turn it up just a little bit if you want. Okay. Check, check. Hey, is this better? Yeah, it's better. better. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And Ronnie, uh, Ronnie asking any weird wires touching and crossing on the floor. Um, I don't know. I've got like a rat chewing on my mic cable, but I, I figured <laughs> it, you know what? He's hungry. I should just let him eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what that is. It's uh, like my setup's the same. I literally just changed. Maybe you just need a new so. cable. No, because I'm still using the same cable, and it seems fun. Oh, I just closed, okay. closed a couple things on my can like closed what I usually run my mic through, so yeah. that I can oh. hear myself and do some processing. But yeah, it's, yeah, huh, weird. I don't know. Right, we'll see. I'll play around with it later, anyways. But. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the San Jose Sharks, uh, 28th 
in the league. Your Anaheim Ducks, 32nd. So I said I wasn't going to shit too much on the San Jose Sharks because they are still doing better than us. I mean, I, everybody's doing better than us. But uh, I don't know. Recency bias, I, I feel like it's got to go the Sharks one way at some point this season. But uh, maybe, maybe I'm going to ride the high a little bit on uh, the Ducks beating San Jose there, going for win eight and it's not going to be a regulation win you know that's not going to happen yeah uh i'm going to take a look at oh what we're going okay so it has to be a one goal game because we're going to, to extra minutes Dude. uh i'm gonna say it just continues to go down by a goal each i'm gonna go uh what's that four three in favor of anaheim four three yeah in favor of the ducks sounds good um yeah, like I said, I also think it's going to be a win, mostly because we got the power of the uh, older brother, Jace. Jason? Yeah. Right? We got Jason, yeah. Jason Magna. Uh, I'm going to say, because overtime, 3-2. No, no. 5-4. 5-4. All right. I, honestly, has that not been the score the last I was the time? second one. That was, that was the, the second, second one, yeah. What was the first yeah. oh, one? 6-5 was the first one. 6-5, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said 4-3, because it's just going to continue to go down by one for oh, each yeah. team. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I like the 5-4 here, so that's what I'm going with. Okay, Good. just the one upcoming game, eh? Yep, just the one. Cool, there so. it is. Um, an intermediary joke before we get to the next segment here. Um, which side of a duck has the most feathers? What side? The outside. <laughs> oh, now my keyboard doesn't work. Cause that's, ah, damn it. Because the, the thing was being all crackly. Damn God it. Damn. Oh, that means we don't have intro music or outro music. Oh, oh wait, no, we do. We do. We do. It's, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, wait. it's hooked up through here. We're all yeah, good. We'll, that's we'll back up. So. Um, all right. Uh, quick goals update, and then we can go back to the Star Wars discussion, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, goals update. Um, lost to the Colorado Eagles, 3-1. Lost to the Calgary Wranglers, 7-3. Another loss to the Calgary Calgary Wranglers. Oh, God, and I have to say this two more times, too. <laughs> 6 nothing <laughs> loss there. So Say Calgary like you're from the area, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, and then it, it got all weird. So 6 um, nothing there. And then, if that was not enough for us, <laughs> December 9th, which is this upcoming Friday, we uh, the Gulls will be in Calgary to play the Wranglers again. And then also home game against the Calgary Wranglers on the 11th before going to both. Both are in Calgary. Yes. Did I say home game? Yeah. Yeah. I think I said traveling to Calgary for a home game. I think uh, that's what I, at least that's, Ah, I I don't know. I don't know what I said, but yes. I didn't want to confuse Allie because she does season tickets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, right. It's the guys, a Calgary guys it's, it's, there's a game on Sunday. It goes to the rink. Ah, they're not here. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then um, they'll also be going to Abbotsford to play the Canucks, the Abbotsford Canucks, obviously, on December 14th. Yeah. So Next Wednesday. Yeah. Four games in a row against the Wranglers, who I believe are top of, or close to the top of the division. I think maybe they're behind the uh, Silver Knights. Is that right? Uh, no, they'd be behind the Eagles, if anybody. Oh, okay. For the, uh, in the division there. The Silver Knights are ahead of us now, however, as the San Diego Bills fall to 10th out of 10 teams in the Pacific Division with a 6-16-0 record. Just trying to be like Big Brother. Just trying <laughs> yeah. their best. Except uh, they don't your get top... the <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, in uh, a way, maybe they kind of could eventually. 
No, because there's the CHL, AHL. No, no, eventually. eventually. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Two to um, <laughs> But top five players for your goals. Uh, we'll go for we'll go five to five to one. I think that's what I normally do. I don't remember. Uh, number five, Oli Ulevi with uh, one goal and twelve points on the season. There, uh, Nicholas Bruliard, who yes has a D under position there, uh, and I totally just. I forgot about that for a second. Yeah, uh, putting up uh, five goals and 15 points so far. Danny O'Regan uh, with 16 points on two goals there. Uh, ben Grew there with uh, 22 games played, 16 points, five goals. And at number one is Rocco Grimaldi just leading the way with 10 goals and 21 points on the season. Good for a point-to-game pace. Hell yeah. Minus 10, but we'll ignore that one. Yeah. <laughs> All, all five of those guys are minus. I'm pretty sure that entire team is minus. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. Um, Ali says there was a good fight on fr- the Friday night game and that she had just DM'd the TQR Twitter a sick picture if you potentially want to. Yeah, here, actually, here, I'll, I'll pull it up yeah, just yeah. on. Uh, let's let's be smart about this. Yeah. I'm normally just on Twitter on my phone, so. She says, uh, rip, imagine being fans of the team's bottom of the division. Oh, my God, he has no head. No one has a head. Where is it here? Look at this. No one has a head. I do not see a. Oh I do not see a There's single not a head single there. Head I, there. I see helmets. I do not see a single head though in that photo. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> There's there's a little bit of neck on the one guy at the top, but that's about it. That is it's just a, about it. It's it's like if somebody did like an art, like a mod, like one of those. Um, like super modern art pieces. And it's like, what if every hockey player, instead of a face, had a glove? <laughs> That's like what poor, this is. Poor you, Levy, there is just about to get decapitated. 38 yeah. on thirty eight on Calgary. Who is that? He's uh, like, I'm taking a look here. Who is that? Who's about to decapitate you, Levy, there? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so 38. Okay. Let's let's find it here. Uh, Nicholas Milosh. Oh yeah, Nicholas Milosh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nate, I know you won't understand this, but it uh, it gives me flashes of the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. So for anyone that listens that watches, okay, I like semi understand that reference, just like the amount that it gets circulated. Yeah, yeah, that's I semi understand <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'll just that is an amazing back. picture though. that is good so thank you for sharing that Ali. that's good stuff um and credit to whoever's at the bottom left there uh andy hate h-a-y-t okay cool um yeah and then as we were teasing at the beginning of the episode about being or not beginning but earlier in the episode about being excited that regenda was sent down that is because we will get to see our first live gulls game uh, up in Calgary on December the 9th. We will yeah, be on Friday. Attending that one. So yeah, yeah. So we are gonna miss the uh, <laughs> we're gonna mi- we're gonna miss the Ducks and Sharks. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess that is the same night. Yeah. Um. But, uh, oh yeah, and the the Sharks and Ducks are at eight o'clock. So uh, we'll, we'll catch the end of it. We'll be able to watch or like yeah. listen to that on the drive home or something. But yeah, exactly. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe I just live tweet the goals game that night and just confuse the hell out of everybody for a split second. <laughs> yeah, it'll just be like Regenda puts the puts us up one nothing, just like super vague like that. And people are like, yeah. what? It's two yeah, nothing for yeah. What are you, what are you San doing Jose? here? What? Like I don't understand this. What? <laughs> yeah, the for us, I guess uh, Anaheim San Jose is at eight like Mountain Time. Yeah. So our uh, goals and. Wranglers game starts at seven local time. Yeah. So yeah, we can um, catch the so, third period. Yeah. Regenda puts the goals or yeah, Regenda puts the sub one nothing over Calgary. Everyone's like, we're playing the Sharks tonight, not for another hour, you dumb fuck. What are you tweeting here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Allie is very excited for the squawk report. Oh, I love that. The squawk. Okay. Yeah. That actually might have to be the uh gulls update. Is the squawk report. Yeah. Is the squawk report. And we need the uh we need the the seagulls sound yeah the squawk um, report i like that yeah uh she says reimagine to the squawk report a san diego gulls podcast <laughs> there you go it's oh, fantastic yeah okay we've got uh yeah we'll we'll quickly wrap up the are we gonna like bootleg uh, some gulls shirts or something like that for this game like we we don't have anything like unless we just like yeah we, we can just know. do the blue and orange just wear, like some light blue and orange i don't know i, I probably have a shirt that's Around those colors, that's not an Oilers shirt. <laughs> I, I, got, I got a I got a light blue shirt that I could talk. Yeah, yeah. If not, I was honestly just planning on wearing a Ducks jersey because the the point gets across. Yeah, fair enough. I know that's that's gonna be weird for me because like the Wranglers would be the cheer team that I cheer for otherwise because like Calgary. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be interesting. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, Ali says wear Ducks jerseys. Yeah, uh, I'll figure that. it out. I got a, I got a day yeah. to figure it out. Well, two days, day, day and a half. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, let's move on to the what's quacking sans music because and uh, get rid of the keyboard. Um, <laughs> oh yes, we're not doing this. We're wrapping up the Star Wars, <laughs> the Star Wars conversation. conversation. Uh, okay, so okay, so we our Obi Wan Kenobi is, uh, um, or our Ben Kenobi, I guess. If we're let, let's stick with the original trilogy here for a second. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Ben. Yeah, so Ben Kenobi is uh, Ryan Getzlaff, we said. Um, unless we want to do it with like people that are still like around the Ducks currently, there I would go to the broadcast team and I would go Guy Bear, one of the original Ducks. Oh, there you go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, We're putting okay. too many rules on this. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay, so we, okay, so we got our, we got our Luke, we got our Leia, we got our. Han, Chewie, 3PO, R2, got Ben. So we got like the heroes of the first movie. Yeah. Okay, so we need our Tarkin and our Vader. As we we said, the Emperor is going to be uh, Batman. Yeah. I, I guess Vader would be like, I don't know, Cop- or Doughty, maybe, or Kopitar, one of those two. Or Quick, maybe. Someone from the Kings. yeah, one of those. Yeah, ones. could be. Yeah, you know what? Let's go Dowdy as Vader, and let's go uh, as Grand Moff Tarkin, who's who's the oldest guy on the Sharks at this point. I feel like it's Eric Carlson. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, unless we're doing like the Gets Laugh and Thornton thing. Hmm. No, I think we gotta go. We gotta stay with current rosters. I think. Ali asked, "Wait, who is Leia? Did we did we pick 
I think we both picked uh, Terry. That's, that's, the Re- that's the Rebel leader. Yeah, that's, that's Terry. Yeah. Uh, okay, who is the oldest on the Sharks? It was Dustin Brown, but I guess he's retired. So, uh, Yeah, it does look to be Eric Carlson. Oh, no, sorry. I was thinking the Kings still. Never mind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was looking at the Sharks there. Uh, yeah, yeah Eric, Eric Carlson is the oldest on the Sharks. Okay. For so, now. For Until now. he gets traded. <laughs> <laughs> Which that does sound like it, it could like very well happen. Possible, yeah. I'd be okay with that before he puts another fucking hat trick on us. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that sooner rather than later, please, San yeah. Jose? Thank you. <laughs> or, or could we make <laughs> Tark and John Klingberg? Yeah, sure, because he does something that fucks us all up anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evacuate in a moment of triumph? <laughs> nah. Not going to do it. All of you are dead. Ali says Bedard is baby Yoda. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, it's Grogu. Come on. Let's get it right. <laughs> Spoilers. Jeez. Uh, Urban Legend says it will always be Joe Thornton. <laughs> um, yeah. Who else I don't know. Who, who else can we think? Okay, let's, let's stick with the original trilogy here. Um, who's, our, who's, who's Lando? Who's kind of the... Just Lando's got like the six for, stash. You know, so. no, La- I was going to say Lando is, your, is Max Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Lando's Max Jones, and then, uh, I don't know, who who else for the original trilogy? No, I think we got all, like, the main heroes, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't believe I forgot about this, but going back to who we had as Han, what about Derek Grant as the lovable scoundrel? Does he have enough lovable to him, though? Everyone loves him. Elite number one centerman, Derek Grant. Yeah, but then I feel bad for leaving Henrique out of there. Yeah, you can make him. But everybody. Him. Yeah, but we had. Uh... Oh no, we oh, had we... him as um, uh, Ben Kenobi. Oh or we yeah, we could have him as Ben Kenobi. Henrique. No, no, we got we got Bear as Ben Kenobi. Yeah, but he's not on the roster. No, but he's still around the Ducks at least. Nah, it's... no. The wise, the wise. Then why can't old... we have Getzlaff? He's still around the Ducks. Yeah, but not in an official capacity. Yeah, yeah but, Bear is. But, like, barely. He's he's on my TV screen every intermission, man. Yeah, but that's Bally, <laughs> not the Ducks. <laughs> that's just signs the paycheck, anyways. Nate, who's Jordan Bennington in all this? Okay, uh, uh, a hotshot that can't back it up. Um, the Death Star. <laughs> the Death Star. Just one weakness, and that's just a wrist <laughs> shot from the top of the circles. We've tried this <laughs> twice, and it still didn't work. Um, uh, okay, no, okay. I feel like Jordan Bennington. We gotta like go outside the original trilogy here. Um, He's Anakin Skywalker's pod from Episode One. <laughs> no, Jordan Bennington is uh, in in terms of okay in terms of the original trilogy. Jordan Bennington is uh, Boba Fett because he's great in the he's great in the, his first appearance, mm-hmm. which is his Stanley Cup, and then he instantly just gets tossed into the Sarlacc pit and just was not was not there for the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, that's your Ron, Jordan. That's your Jordan Bennington is Boba Fett. <laughs> Ronnie says score easily on him. He explodes. Yep. <laughs> he also says Sabalba. 
Uh, at least some, oh, uh, I don't know. Sebulba backs it up with wins at least. Bennington's, okay, Bennington's got, Bennington, yeah. Bennington has his cup, but outside of that win, Sebulba was at least a like consistent winner, hmm. which is why he's the favorite. I'm sticking with Boba Fett on that one, where he looked where he looked great in the first one, and then it was just cast aside after the fact. Oh yeah, I, I would I would cast him as the Death Star. As the Death Star, <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, that Qui Gon one, though, that was crazy. oh, that was so good. Thank you so for good. that, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. It's, there's not really. Uh, who plays? Um, is it Greedo? Is it? Uh, Greedo's the one yeah, that yeah, Greedo's Han Solo in the, um, is yeah. in the bar with. Yeah. Yep. Um, just, man, yeah, Greedo's just doing his job. Greedo's just doing his job. Um, who's Stolars. Greedo? Stolars, yeah, just doing his job. Yeah, getting just just roasted job. while he does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last few games especially. Um, yeah. Okay, let's, let's, let's think of one more. Hmm. I feel like there's an important character oh. that we're missing. I don't know why I feel that. We did Vader. We did. Did we Vader. never? I don't think we ever did cast Yoda. No, we didn't. I, I feel like for Yoda though, we had we would have to go like outside of like anybody yeah. that's currently around the team. That would have to be like Timu because that's like Yoda's whole thing is he's like the master. Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna thing. I was gonna say it's either Getsy or Timu in that case. Yeah, I'm going Timu more though. Yeah, I think so. Just because yeah. he's older. Yeah, yeah. Timu, yeah. Timu is Yoda. I like that. At least says Korea too, possibly. Oh yeah, it could be possible. Oh yeah, because yeah. I guess Korea just like has. Fricked off to like the wild. Went into exile, yeah, yeah, and so you really have to seek him out. And yeah, the Jedi yeah. Council would have to be classic ducks. No, yeah, the like, Jedi Council. You guys no, like the Jedi... Pronger and like Niermeyer <laughs> and them. And I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, the the Jedi Council is just purely replicas, like clones of uh, Dallas Seekins. <laughs> just so far with their head up their own asses. Yeah. Um, now he says Timu is too silly to be Yoda. Isn't that Yoda's whole thing, though? Is yeah, that he's Yoda like is silly, silly though. Especially, okay, sorry. Really random side thing that I'm going to hear. There was a thing from, uh, there's there's a new like mini series put out, Tales of the Jedi, which is fantastic, by the way. If you haven't watched that yet, uh, go check it out, especially if you're a lore junkie. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Um, but there was... Uh, so there, there's only until Grogu, there was only one other of Yoda's species that we don't know the name of, and it will mm-hmm. never be revealed. Um, there was only one other of Yoda's species that we ever saw, and that was Yaddle in the Phantom Menace, who was on the Jedi Council, but then just okay. is not around after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um. So without any other like spoilers, because I Carter, I do want you to watch that especially. Okay. So it's a it's a thing a six or seven episode mini series. Like honestly, you could bang it out in, in an hour and a half at most. I think is what it is. So, um, but uh, anyway, we hear Yaddle speak, and we haven't heard Grogu speak. So the only person or only of the species that we've heard 
speak is Yoda, right? Who does mm-hmm. kind of like the, the riddles, is like is the speech is backwards and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I straight up had to pause it because Yaddle just spoke normally. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so we're like, okay, so that's so that's where I had the thing of like Timu's too silly to be Yoda. Yoda is purposely doing that. Yeah. If or it's like a speech thing. <laughs> like like people that um have a stutter or something, like they don't yeah. control it. Or like they can't really control it, you know. So maybe yeah. it's just like, I think uh, like I think the lore that I thing. I think the lore that I read up on it after was like one of his mentors spoke that way, and when they passed, then he like just did it as a tradition. So like, oh, yeah. I think there is like there is something there that like he does it intentionally. Oh, interesting. So I mean, that's it makes where, him sound a lot smarter. So <laughs> that that's where I'm gonna go with. Uh, that's where I'm gonna go with that. It's. Uh, that Timu is Yoda because he's he's literally being silly with everything yeah. he says. I, I, I do like Korea as Yoda though, like Ali says for the yeah, that does he's just too. like gone off to exile and like yeah. never to be seen again and he's basically just a legend at this point. Okay, let, let's go Timu is Yoda before he reveals himself to Luke, and then Korea is Yoda um after. There you go. And before he dies. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, he's just bullying the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and with that we will leave off uh, this episode of the quack report so until monday everybody thank you guys very much for tuning in nate if people want to message you at uh where they can um cast the original star wars trilogy as members of the anaheim ducks where can they do that at you can do that uh on twitter at tate nom s-t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-a-s yeah and you can reach out to me and do the same because why not it's cool um, did that music start really slow for you? Yeah, it did. It was a little weird. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, at Carter underscore Pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97, the show at Quack Report Pots. Thanks for listening, and go Ducks, go. <laughs>